The contents of this podcast are provided for general information and educational purposes only and do not constitute investment, accounting, legal, tax or other professional advice. Welcome to the Money Magnet Podcast, helping you attract and keep a fortune that counts with co-hosts self-made money magnet Steve McKnight and esteemed journalist Rowan Wen. Hello and welcome to the Money Magnet Podcast and hello Steve, ready to talk about money? I am Ro, welcome, hello everyone. Alright, so what are our topics today buddy? Yes, our topic today is we've come to the end of part two of Money Magnet and now we're looking ahead to part three. So there's four parts of the book, right? Yes, part one introduction, chapters one to ten, then part two, which we've now completed, financial IQ and financial EQ, chapters eleven to fourteen. What we're about to begin, which is chapter three, making, managing, and multiplying your money, chapters 15 to 23. And then we wrap up with making your money count, which is part four, chapters 24 to 26. That's a lot of detail. Let's talk about part three. What can I expect? We are going to get into the down and dirty detail (laughs) of a very simple formula that has been absolutely central to my own wealth creation success. What's that? And the formula is Y minus E equals S. Y minus E equals S. Y minus E equals S. All right. What does it mean first and how does it help you? Everything's going to be revealed in the not too distant future. But for the moment, I'm happy to share that every money woe that I've ever seen in any client that I've ever worked with has all been from a misapplication of the formula of income minus expenses equals savings. Y for income, that's what economists use for income, E for expenses and S for savings. So income minus expenses equals savings. That doesn't sound very revolutionary, mate. No, it's beauty is in its simplicity, right? And yet we get it wrong. Yeah, well, people get it wrong because their expenses exceed their income, which means that their savings are either depleted or they have to use debt. And using debt is a recipe for financial failure. So when you talk about debt, you talk about people aren't just taking on financial debt. There's more to it. Yep, there's more going on than just borrowing money because in order to understand the whole question about debt, You have to understand that lenders are lending against something more than money when they provide. What's that? Time. Right. So lenders are actually giving you an advance on your future income. Mm -hmm. Whatever they've got as collateral, they don't really want. They don't want the house. They don't want the handbag. They don't want anything like that. They want you to work and earn income to pay them back, and then they charge you an interest rate for that advance on your future salary. It's like going to a payday lender, but just in a more accepted way. So how does that affect things like afterpay? So afterpay is exactly the same scenario. Consider buying a pair of sneakers. What are they lending against? Do they want to come and repossess the sneakers that you've been wearing for three weeks? Absolutely not. They don't want the sneakers. They're advancing you your future pay giving it to you now, and then you're spending it on these sneakers. So your kid buys the sneakers on Afterpay. He's actually saying, I'll take the sneakers now, but you've got me for the next two weeks working at 7-Eleven to pay them off. That's it. Got it. And whether it's the sneakers or the bigger ticket items like a car and a house, what we get into the habit of doing is spending money we haven't yet earned. And then what we owe is not just money, What we really owe is the time that we have to work to earn the money to pay it back, but you can only spend money once. So now you've got all these years where you have to work for no benefit. You've already got the benefit. So is there such a thing as good debt? Yeah, well, we've heard that. You know, people say, oh, there's good debt and there's bad debt. In my experience, the answer is no. The only two kinds of debt that I think exist, Ro, are bad debt and worse debt. 
Wow. Yeah. The okay. only kind of debt that's good that's out there is the debt that's good for the lender because they're making money off you. And any lender that says, oh, this is good debt oh, because you're using it to invest, to make money or anything, are really, again, this is marketing malware that we spoke about in the last episode of people being convinced that something that's bad is really good. All right. But speaking of previous episodes, you previously said that savings wasn't a good plan. And yet with your formula, you've got savings in there. So how does that work? You'll never be rich if you can't save, but you'll never be rich from savings alone. Right. So the savings don't make you rich, but they're a part of getting rich. Yeah. It's the habit of getting into spending less than you earn. So you've got savings which you can deploy rather than eat. And what does that mean? Deploying them by investing rather than eating them and consuming them via consumption. I'm going to break this down in a future episode. Is that right? Yeah, well, we've got the rest of part three to work through, and that's quite a number of chapters, about eight or nine chapters to get through. Now, you had an Uncle Geordie, is that right? Yeah. Or Grandpa. Was he Grandpa? Grandpa. Grandpa Geordie. Your mother's father. Got it. Okay, yep. And he had a saying? Let me tell you a little bit about Grandpa Geordie, because he was, that's where I get my baldness from. Right. Oh, Grandpa was... Don't you get it from your mum's dad? Yeah, mum's dad. Mum's dad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he and I apparently look reasonably similar. There you go. And when I was a young taker... But apart from that, he was a great guy. (laughs) I remember that... (laughs) I'm just kidding, ...that Grandpa Geordie took us to this brickworks factory out in Scoresby because he was the MD of the brickworks company, City Brick. Managing director, yeah. Managing director. Yep. And I remember sitting upstairs in the lunchroom... And I remember the, the time cards that people used to have to punch in and on. So explain that. that to the young kids listening, right? Yeah. Well, What are punch cards? Well, it used to be that you took a card and you punched it under a clock that said the time that you clocked on. So a hole went in the card to show what time you started. Or it stamped a time. Got it, yep. And then you put your punch card in when you left and it said the time you started and the time that you left. Yep. That's how it used to be back in the day. And it used to go clunk. Remember the clunk. And anyway, Geordie paid us $2 for sitting in the lunchroom and drawing pictures. What year was this? Back in the day when $2 used to buy something really good, which, I don't know, 1978. Oh, right. Okay. That was like good that. money back in 78. Well, for being a you know six or eight-year-old kid. Drawing pictures. Drawing pictures. So he was a generous guy, yeah? And in fact, when he passed, there were all these stories that came out about how his secret generosity impacted people's lives. He was also known as a very astute business person. Mm-hmm who was able to run companies very successfully. So what does his saying mean? So this saying that there's no use saving pennies while the pounds are flying out the window Mm. really means that people are overlooking the big things by being focused on the small things. Yep. And you see that a lot. And in fact, I did it on a property deal that I was involved in 111 Humphrey Street North in Ballarat. You remember it? where Dave and I were renovating this property and we spent so much of our time painting and doing stuff that Dave and I, frankly, weren't very good at. But we missed out on all these money-making deals because we were trying to save money by doing the painting ourselves. It's the same thing as saying penny-wise and pound-foolish, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there's lots of different ways that this manifests in real life. All right. So what's the take-home message then? Yeah, well, let's look at the way they do manifest in real life. So how are you focused on the pennies while those pounds are flying out the window? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're trying to save a few cents on petrol, yeah. but you're forgetting to negotiate a better deal on your home loan. So you're paying thousands of dollars a year in extra interest payments and trying to save $100 here and there on fuel. Yep. Or you don't want to bother about shopping around for your electricity because it's frankly a pain in the butt to do so. Mm -hmm. And so you end up paying hundreds of dollars a year while you're trying to shop at Audi and save $20 a week instead of shopping somewhere else. Yep. Okay. Not that I'm looking at anyone. 
waiting for your boss to give you a pay rise rather than being proactively asking. Now, which bit? The oldie bit or the asking for pay rise? I, I always ask for pay rises. Well, a lot of people don't. A lot yeah. of people wait to be given a pay rise rather than going into the boss and sitting down and saying, right, I want your business to be more profitable and I'd like to get paid more. How do we make both of them happen? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, allowing your savings or assets to become lazy money by not deploying the capital or equity efficiently. And working sort of in the business, not on the business, right? Yeah, and then trying to find clients which can be expensive rather than going back to your existing clients and simply saying, what can I do to help you be more successful? Yeah, right. So people do that a lot today. Yeah, well, a lot of people are so focused on growth that they forget that the best growth often comes from within rather than from without. Good points, mate. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for that great chat, and I'll see you next time. Lots to look forward to in future episodes. See you then. Bye, mate. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Magnet podcast. If you have questions or would like to provide feedback, then please send an email to podcast at moneymagnet.au.